Hi, y'all. My name is Danasia, and I'm a 22-year-old type A black girl from Las Vegas who just moved to New York City last year to work for L'Oreal as a financial analyst. Hey, y'all. My name is Faith, and I'm a 23-year-old type A black girl from AZ living in Denver working remotely for Cisco as a business analyst. This season is finally here, and we can't wait to share more about our personal lives, working big girl jobs, relationships, and life in general as type A black girls. Hope you enjoy. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Season 7, Episode 10 of Type A Black Girls, our last episode of the season. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's been been a time. We hit 70 episodes, which is actually crazy to think about. Insane, because we started this our senior year of high school, and we had a lot. We thought we had a lot going on then. Wreck. (sighs) It's it's been a rough, rough two years. Well, not rough. No, not rough. But no, no, actually, we're very blessed. Very eventful, we'll say. Very eventful. No (laughs) ups and downs over here. Just trying to. We thought we were. We we thought we were super busy, booked and busy. Now, then, now with traveling and family, and not seeing our family as often, and vacations and work, grown grown girl bills, grown 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 girl (laughs) events and timelines. Yeah, it's a little bit rougher over here, but we're here, and we're doing it. And we're making time. Again, one day at a time. One day at a time. Um, Before we start, though, we have some classroom announcements, our last classroom announcements of the year. Make sure you click the the link in our link tree or in our show notes to join the Type A Black Girl community on GroupMe. I will say, the girlies have been asking questions, and the girlies also have been answering. And honestly, me and Dee really haven't even been in there for real. Like, we'll like and stuff, but it's really a community, and it really makes my heart warm when the girlies ask, like, oh, how do you get over being ghosted? And everybody's like, and I'm like, this is, I wake up and I'm like, this is so sweet. No, literally. Cause I'm like, we don't even need to initiate conversations. It's like friendships are building. I'm hoping somebody is meeting each other in person. If y'all live in the same city, hopefully, but you know, even still like we, oh, also, I guess we could mention this. Like we will have um, a Tybee Black Girls meetup in January. So if you are a New York city, New Jersey or nearby area based girly, um reach out to us dm us personally a few of y'all have already so just talk to us that way we can make sure you're on the list for that meetup but yeah, yeah i mean the girlies haven't really gotten to know each other and i love that yeah it's very very Friendships fun. in front of our eyes <laughs> in front and it's so i love i love girlhood that's been one of my phrases for the past few weeks i just love girlhood and it's it's so fun to see um especially online um also we read verity by colleen hoover insane book and had our book club meeting um a few sundays ago um but we voted during that meeting so make sure you guys come to those meetings because that's how you can vote for the next book um and pick seven husbands of evelyn hugo because we have a lot going on in january we really can't predict our february and when we're going to be free so be sure to follow us on our instagram page and group me for official book club meeting dates that will be in february so that's your incentive to follow us on instagram um we just hit 800 followers which i love oh my gosh so fun love We're doing our big one. <laughs> we're doing our, we're doing a lot of big ones, but that's just the first big one, and it's all due to y'all. So thank y'all so much. We couldn't we couldn't have done this without y'all. Um, also subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are at two hundred eight subscribers. Let's get to five hundred. Send them links in the group chat because I know y'all got about seven seven of them minimum. Okay, put them in. Just put it in. And the thing is, a lot like one of my friends, Fee. You guys have heard on the last last pod. She's like, I might not be type A, but I be learning. And just because our we're type A black girls doesn't mean we're not black girls at the end of the day. We're still black girls. And I'm sure you got a group chat with at least a few black girls in it. Throw that throw it in there. Mm-hmm. Um 
But yeah, let's get, go ahead and get straight into this episode. So mom's question of the week, what's one new food you're trying in 2024? I I literally wrote this and I didn't even have an answer for said question. Um, as y'all know, I'm a very picky eater, but I feel like I've gotten really good this past year. Like I've been trying, mm-hmm. I've been branching out. I, I used to be a chicken tenders girly. I'm not going to lie. I would go mm-hmm. to each restaurant and figure out who had the best tendies. But now I'm saying, you know, we're going to branch out. We're going to try new things. I have tried calamari. Okay. I thought it was the nasty the first time I had it because, well, the person I was with, it was like, oh, like you're eating at a wrong place. And I said, well, how am I supposed to know what place have good calamari? But I just feel like it was very slimy. But they say if you have it fried and it's like really fried. good, you yeah. know, you could, you could really. Sh- I don't know if the one I had wasn't fried. I've never seen non-fried calamari. That's what I'm saying. Did I have it in its raw form? I don't know, but it was really slimy. So <laughs> my goal is to try fried calamari nets. Also give sushi a shot again because I tried sushi yeah. and I wasn't rocking with it. You know I raw? wasn't rocking with it. Raw sushi? Oh, no, baby. It's giving California roll. We got to oh, go okay. big. I'm not that grown. We'll do, we'll do a cute little California roll yes. and I'll work my way up. But I do hear that the California rolls are also really basic and like you might as well just get the real good stuff, like whether that's eel or like whatever the the best sushi is. So there's a place called Fushimi out here. I literally love it. I I eat it up. I, every time I go there, I get the short rib. I don't even get the sushi. But everything else on the menu is bomb. And mm-hmm. my friends who do get sushi say it's the best sushi they've had in a in a long time. So I think that? when I go to Fushimi, I'll I'll I won't get the short rib next time. I'll get the I'll get the sushi. Wow, you're so brave. I'm a crunchy California, California girl through and through, and edamame. That's all I do. I yeah. get the texture for me. And if <laughs> no, I'm I'm a big texture person. Like if it feels weird going down, Mm-mm. it's slow it's for that. Rough. If it feels slimy, it's slow for that. If it smells crazy, no. Like all That's five funny. senses need to be aligned for me to like the food. <laughs> That's really all it is. Yeah. So I'm allergic <laughs> to calamari. So um, yeah, I can't. I can't do calamari, and I love I. The first time I had it, I loved it. And then we were about to go to a wedding and my eyes were swelling up. So I had to take Benadryl for the first time. And I thought, yeah, Benadryl is not going to work on me. Like, I like medicine doesn't work on me. I don't know what my eight-year-old self was thinking. Pretty insane. Um, I was knocked out in the back of that wedding. Let's just say that. <laughs> no, that's an acceptable age to do that. Like, once you're, like, 13, it's like you got to sit and watch and, like, pay attention. Yeah, but, but the thing is, like, that, that Benadryl knocked me out. Like I, I truly, but thought thought like I was Thanos and Benadryl didn't work at me. I was like, yeah, why? I'm gonna be up. What? But the thing is, I feel like Benadryl sometimes it might not even work. But since you sleep, you're not feeling them symptoms. So how would you know? How would you know? All how I know when I woke up, eyes deep puffed. So I'll take it. Um, but yeah, for me, yeah. you know, I was lying for years saying I was allergic to seafood. <laughs> and be like shellfish. I said all of it. That's not even humanly possible. I don't think. Like to the point where Blair was like telling people like we can't eat there you know Danesha's allergic like why would you ask us to go to a seafood place you know she's allergic I was like you don't gotta get on them people don't worry girl I'm not really allergic she was like why would you do that I was like because people ask questions they'd be like well you just ain't had the right crab legs like you ain't yeah. have the, the right seafood boil I'm like I literally can't get over I can't do it like since a kid I can't have seafood that's it's something about the things under the sea that just don't sit right with me <laughs> yeah when they started calling them sea bugs like sea roaches that really hurt me Oh, shrimp! I can dibble and dabble. I can, but with the heads on and the arms, can't. No. If I'm looking at it, it looks back at me. I'm not eating it. At bro, we went to Hot and Juicy. It's a, it's a um seafood seafood boil oh, place. Yeah. Um, yeah, in Tempe, and um, I had to have my friend take off. We I got 
it was not shrimp, but it's one of like the Louisiana shrimp. Crawfish. crawfish. I got crawfish. And she had to take off the eye. There was eyes on it. Why is it looking at me? She had, mm-hmm. and the thing is, the payout is nothing. It's literally this small. I'm doing all this work for this much food. I didn't even, I ain't never seen the meat inside of it. And I don't want to see it. The, the, the crab legs, I tried to seafood boil. And I was like, why am I eating cold meat? Like, that that blew me. <laughs> the butter, the butter. I don't know. I was like, it's supposed to be warm. I don't know. But the crab meat, slow for that. The butter dip was good. I did like the butter. Yeah. You know, I love mm-hmm. the butter. I'll eat the butter by itself. But the, the actual crab meat was crazy. And I was like, it, t- it tasted a little sweet too. I don't know. I, it just wasn't what I was expecting. Like, I never even ate fish sticks as a kid because I was like, what no. at one point Mm-mm. my mom made me a fried chicken for the first time and the little bumps on the chicken like my trypophobia got flared up so i for six months i was pescatarian mind you that just meant tilapia <laughs> fish sticks <laughs> pescatarian at that age is crazy i feel like pescatarian is like after after 18 like you know then it, then it's like okay yeah <laughs> I was, it was at the beginning of, of high school i was 14 like, I was like, my mom had to put up with so much. Like, oh, just because I made you cook chicken for the first time, you want to be pescatarian? And I was very serious. That's crazy. Then my grandma cooked fried chicken one, like, one day, and I said, I'm going to have to give that up. This smells too good. <laughs> no, I had a friend, I had a friend in middle school. She was, she was vegetarian, quote unquote. She would just tell people that. I, she was at Chick-fil-A, like, every other weekend. And I remember what? one time I caught her eating nuggets. I said, why do you lie? What are you she was game, like, bro? Like, bro, what? But then I was like, I'm lying about being allergic to seafood, so people don't ask me questions. So we both guilty. Like, she I was you know. She was, she she was, was definitely on a She that one little thing. <laughs> that, that one little thing. For me, yeah. on my end of the, I was saying mine of the country, but it is mine of the country. Um, I will be eating more Nigerian food. Um, I am, I'm officially like inducted into the Animashan family for sure. Like when, when um, Debbie proposed, she was like, welcome to the family. And I was like, oh. Oh my gosh. I'm in there like, oh my gosh, the mama like me. And the thing is, I've been known she liked me, but like that statement, like welcome to the family, like that's huge. That's oh big. Because some people don't get accepted by their partner's families and that ruins things from the jump. Like it's from it's the jump. And yeah. so like it, like I'm just feeling so great. Like one of my goals also this year is to learn like choppy Yorba. Cause last Christmas I was literally sitting there and didn't know, look at nothing. I'm literally like, huh. and I'm laughing when they laugh. I don't know what they wave. Smile away. I don't know what the frick they talking about. So I'm gonna learn choppy yorba. Um, I learned bowney, which is like how are you, and then like um, like good, but it's very expressive. Like the language is very mm. expressive. If you say it with another tone, they're gonna think it's like whoa, like you hate me kind of vibes. It was kind of, and then moa is good. And my the um, I, mm. I went to the grandma's house, and the uncle was like like moa moa. I was like ah. I like how you do. Like that's what I need, I need an analogy. Yeah. 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 And I, I had taken um, the grandma to go croc shopping and like, obviously English isn't her fir- first language. And we, we were, we were, I was like, grandma, it's Christmas. I'm going to take you to get some, some, something. We're going to go to the outlets. You let me know what you want. We're going to go. And she's like, oh, too expensive, too expensive. I said, grandma, it's Christmas, Christmas. Now, didn't realize how much crocs were because I've never paid for any oh. of my crocs. Dammy pays for my crocs. And it was like a buy one, get one. But I'm sitting here like, Eddie, don't. And y'all know I'm a cheapskate. Y'all know. But the thing is, I ride for my grandma. And while we do sometimes, I have to repeat myself. And she has to repeat herself because we're both not first language type people, you know. 
it's a fun time. And like yeah. physical touch translates through every single language. And she was like, she would, hu- she hugged me after I got her crocs. And she's like, you're my favorite granddaughter. Period. <laughs> Mind you, she has that's, a granddaughter. That's worth the crocs, man. Cause worth, the price? Worth, worth it. And honestly, all of my paychecks were like very Google sheets, you know, this year, but this paycheck, I said, you know what? It's fine. We can, we yeah. can just, just swipe. Cause we got it. Just swipe. It's fine. We're going to start saving for the wedding next year. This is kind of like that last paycheck. You can really not Google sheets. So go oh, ahead. Wow. And I was just swiping, but then Southwest wants to double charge me on one of my cards. I said, Whoa, you're kind of throwing off my swipe, swipe revolution vibes. Frack. I was not, I'm like, Oh my gosh, what the frick? But Wait, I'm like, they, like, they charge you twice for the same flight. Yeah, so like, it, not that they charged me twice. So I, so Banks and Hope, which are Hope is Banks is Hope's boyfriend, um, are coming out for my engagement photo shoot. Booked it, super excited the first weekend of March, and um, I paid for both of their flights. But then it was a processing of both the flights altogether, like three hundred something. So altogether, it was like about six hundred being charged to my card. But it was it was like available balance, current balance, and I'm like. This mm. process needs to get off. Like I knew it was gonna get off, but I just didn't know when. So I couldn't swap my car because on the time my car I said insufficient funds. I said, "Use the freak out of me." No, Mm-mm. you said I know I got money on here. I know I got money on here. Okay, I'm not. Just, I'm not just being insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So more Nigerian food. All in all, more, more Nigerian food and specifically a goosey soup. I do want to try it. All the girlies have been. There was one point on TikTok. All the girls were trying it. I'm like, it, it's time. So. More yeah. Nigerian food and cooking Nigerian food as well to like to learn how to do it because booty. Oh, we I will. You will understand why I said booty when we get. Let's get into. I said, who's booty? <laughs> let's get straight into RBT. OK, I'll go first so I can explain booty. Um, So booty is our new dog. OK. Um, oh, if you're new here, Rose is something that's good that happened in your week. Don't is something you're looking forward to, and Bud is something bad that happened in your week. So we got a dog. Her name is Booty, but th- you know how black people give everybody nicknames? That's her yeah. name. I don't yeah. know where it came from, but Booty is the her. Um, and um, her actual name is Sydney. So we, yes. So before government. I got it, government is Sydney Craig, but when we get married, Sydney and Michonne. But um, basically, we've had this dog for four years. My mom is kind of like, lazy people should not have dogs, okay? And that's really why I didn't want one, because I'm lazy. That's just what it is. Like, that baby needs to be taken out three times a day. Like, it, you know. It, if you're a lazy, child. That's a child. It's a pre-kid. And Dammy had been asking for a dog since I moved in. Like, he was like, oh, I really want a dog. Da, da, da. I'm like, no, that's a pre-kid. I do not want to pay for it. I do not want to take care of it. I do not want a dog. And so he started showing me like miniature things. And I'm like, okay, you might be getting on my soft side. <laughs> Anyways, we, um, I get in the shower before my cruise flight. Just wanted a cruise. Y'all not going to get that recap. Y'all might just have to like, I don't know, watch my YouTube. Whenever I do post that, we'll see. Don't hold me to it. Um, uh, what is it? And I get out the shower and Joy and Dammy are talking. Joy's my little sister. And she, he's like, um, so what do you think about getting booty? I said, excuse the freak out of me. What? He's like, well, I just asked mom, who's my mom, talking about some, hey, hey, mother-in-law, you mind if we uh, take booty away off your hands? Because Joy was like, yeah, she's trying to find somebody to take the dog. And I'm like, so I got to bring her on a flight? And he's like, yeah. He said, I'll pay for it. I'll pay for everything. Okay. All right. So the deal was, 
I'm going to pay for the pet fee to for, for the apartment. Um, and then I was like, okay, well, you pay the monthly fee. And he's talking about something. Well, he called me. He said, well, I mean, I do pay the rent. He pulled the rent card. Really? I said, well, <laughs> the rent card is crazy. The rent card is crazy. But I was like, he's like, I mean, it is only like an extra 50. I'm like, and realistically, it's probably 20 to 50, depending on the week, um, the month, because she doesn't really be eating a lot because she's such a small dog. So I was like, yeah. okay, all right, I'll do it. I said, yeah. but you have, to, you have to walk her. You have to walk her because that's my biggest thing. I do not want to walk with the dog. Y'all, why did I walk the dog today? And it's the third day we didn't have her. I'm sitting here like, bro, acts of service really will throw away your promises because he's sleeping. I know she needs to go. Um, we done slept in until about 930. So I'm like, let me just walk her, even though I said I wasn't going to. This is only this is gonna be like a weekly not not every type of thing, but that man don't sleep often. And so when he gets to sleep, I really don't, don't try to disturb him. So acts of service kind of threw that out the window. And you gonna uh, you gonna you gonna grow to love walking booty, I'm telling you. Here's the thing. Why people love to ask about dogs. And the thing is also, and I don't wanna have to communicate. It's literally the morning time. Leave me alone. Yes. No, literally. I don't know. Look it up. Like I, I'm sure there's an app that says, "What is this dog? Do that to do that to Booty." And the thing is, Booty isn't is very irritating because she thinks she's as big as Clifford. So when she sees dogs, mm. she starts barking at them. Like mm-hmm. I'm asserting my dominance, and it's like Sid, kind of p- pump the brakes a little bit. You're not doing anything to that little dog, or that's that big dog. And that's why we're scared to even take her to the dog, um, the dog park because she's very friendly. And she will try to try to attack big dogs, and it's mm-hmm. like you you are you literally one pound. Like no, you can't do that. But yeah, she's four. Her name is Sydney Craig, aka Booty. So if you guys hear me talking about Booty, um, yeah. <laughs> but basically, um, I I face my fears. I freaking I <laughs> I feel like every single time we travel, we have travel stories, and this is one that I have never I I wouldn't wish my worst not my my worst enemy. Okay, so she, I get her. She doesn't like the car. So she's whimpering in the car. We get yeah. in the car, she's whimpering. We get out, she's whimpering. I'm like, okay. And she's in the little carrier. She's never been in the carrier before. Never been on an airplane before. So we get there. I'm like, I get in the line. I'm so discombobulated. I get into the United line and I'm in the Southwest. And that's how discombobulated I was. Yes. So I was, I'm glad I was there early. So I was like, okay. So I went to the Southwest line. I had to go to a separate line because I had the dog or whatever. Also, if you're flying Southwest, I don't know about other airlines. It's 125 to bring on a dog. If you didn't know that, now you know. Okay. That's more. That's more than your check bags. That's crazy. And check bags don't cost. Okay. Oh, so oh, right. Southwest. Oh my God, I miss Southwest. I know. I've been really enjoying South. South. I've been to Southwest girly for the past few times. Yeah. For for a minute. But so check my bag, seven pounds over. I said, bro. But mind you, I had two weeks of clothes in there. So, okay, let me take out my boot, 54.5. Mind you, booty's whimpering. People are like, what, what kind of dog is that? Do you see me on the floor with my suitcase? Like, I, that's one of my, I hate being on the floor with my suitcase. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. So right. I'm packing stuff and packing stuff. The bag I want to check, the zipper breaks. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> I'm really trying not to have a panic attack because I booty's having a panic attack. She's the one that's having a panic attack right now. She's like, I'm like, okay, all right. So I'm like, all right. Well, solution based. What are we gonna do? My backpack is my electronics bag, so I have to move all my electronics and stuff. Like I have to basically 
unpack both and put them in the other one so that oh. I have to check my backpack, bro, and just hope for the best. That nut, so I'm like zipping it real tight, like the whole nine. So, also one of my worst nightmares in the airplane in the airport is wearing unconventional shoes because they don't fit in your in your checked bag. Oh, throughout the whole airport, I was wearing Bratz boots with flared pants and a sweatshirt. I'm like, I look insane. And I'm carrying booty. Like, this is so much. I know my feet are going to hurt because y'all know I got flat feet. It's a whole thing. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So then so then we get, so I'm like, okay, I, let's go. Let's do the animal relief. I've always seen it. I never thought I would have to be the girl to go in there. So I go in there. She don't pee. She does not pee. And we'll get to her peeing soon. Okay. So I'm like, okay, all right. You know what? I've took her. She's back in. Also, every single time I would try to put her back in, she would not want to go in. Also, through TSA, if you didn't know, you have to carry your dog in. You have to take her out of the, get them out of the carrier, then carry them through. Yes. So I'm holding up the TSA line. I don't even care at this point. Hold on. Anyways, go to the animal relief. Come out the animal relief. I'm like, I put my phone on the top of the water station. I said, wouldn't it be funny if I forgot my phone here? That'll come soon. So get my water. Go. I'm feeling good vibes. Booty's barking at every single dog. You don't realize how many dogs there are, and you have a dog it's that barks. You have a dog. Yes, dogs everywhere. We actually had two dogs in the front, like the in the front row seats on our plane. Glad she didn't bark because I was very scared. So, whatever. I so then I, I go sit down. I'm waiting at the gate, and my beats disconnect, and I'm like, huh. oh, okay. I forgot my phone. What my anxiety was actually right. Like she was, she was predicting, okay? Yeah. Foreshadowing even. So I go, I'm like, okay, as long as I see a pink case, we'll be good. So I'm like, I have to get all my stuff, get booty, da, 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 da. Phone nowhere to be found. So I'm like, this is the first time I have a panic attack during that entire thing. Me sweating, me having to wear boots. I'm doing good. But I'm like, oh, now booty's still panicking. She's having like an hour <laughs> panic attack. Mind you, I tried to give her catnip to like relax her and it wasn't doing that thing, wasn't doing nothing, okay? I don't know if it was expired. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm like, okay. So I'm looking at the kiosk lady's desk, like it's not there. And I'm like, okay, well, at least I have my photos downloaded. Like I, I have my photos and my Google photos. Like that's the key thing I'm worried about, okay? Right. We got a lot of content to post. So I'm like, okay. And I'm like, hey, could you... Did did he possibly see a phone? She goes, Oh yes, right in there. Oh, oh, thank you. Had she said anything else besides that in that moment, you and Booty would have lost it. Lost it. Because I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I got Demi's phone number memorized. I can go to one of the service desk ladies when I get there. You know what? I got a book, so I don't I won't even have to need I don't even need music. Like, I don't need music on the plane. Come on. (laughs) That I'm just I'm literally gaslighting myself to try to feel good. Uh, Because I've been really trying to be solution based when it comes to my panic attacks, because it's like how Especially when Dammy's not there because I don't have anybody to bring me down. It's just me. Like you, like nobody's coming kind of vibes. Like yeah, you got to self-suit. You yep. have to self self-suit. Irritating, but got to do it. We grown. Anyways, get in the plane. She's panicking. We take off. She's good. We get down. She's panicking. It's fine. We go. I start walking booty, but inside, guess she thought, time to pee. Pee's in the carpet. Ha. <laughs> Mind you, every was just single, that pet relief. We were just, but the thing is, that was an hour and a half before. So I was like, I should have took her. In, I should have known, but like, it, it, I'm, I haven't been a dog. I have. I've never been a dog owner. My mom has gotten us a lot of dogs growing up, but we didn't keep them dogs. 
we would it would always go to somebody else like we did not we were not good at taking care of dogs joy was but not me and hope we didn't care so yeah that's why i didn't want a dog but now we got booty anyways so and she pees i ended up going outside i had to wait for like 34 45 minutes because damn he got his big boy job and he's interviewing people i'm like wow grown man vibes frack <laughs> and i'm like good luck he's like good luck he's like thank you but this is not my first time interviewing and i was like i get that but like this is whoa whoa wow not my first rodeo okay frick i'm like hey th this is your first time interviewing at your job so he's like okay thank you so whatever so we get out and there's this lady forgot her name and she looks younger but i'm like she could also be our age because you, you never know in the 20s you never know what age they are so we get out and i'm like trying to walk her and booty's pooping i'm glad i have the, the at least I, at least i can pick up the poop at least i can pick up the poop i have the, I have the poop bags and I'm like, okay, come here, Sid. And she goes, her name is Sid? She said, my sister's name is Sydney. I said, oh. I said, her name is Sydney. She said, oh, my gosh. Mind, this girl has a blanket sitting down on the floor, lit, very little eyebrows. Like, you know, she overplucked him in high school vibes. And, like, like this cute little, like, chowder, like, black chowder hat. And she kind of, like, a little goth. So this turns out to be a 30 minute conversation because she goes, she, she, she goes, oh yeah. Like, uh, like I'm, I'm literally standing. I ended up start sitting on the floor because my, my feet hurt so bad. I said, I don't even care. I don't care. I'm sitting on the floor, whatever. She, she was like, yeah, I just had my first flight by myself. I said, oh, how old are you? She said, 24. I said, I said, oh, we're the same age. Okay. Then she's like, well, technically it's not my first one. Turn, she tells, she, she went, here's the thing. I don't meet a lot of overshares. I don't have a lot of overshares in my in my corner. I don't. But when I do meet them, I'm like, is this how I sound? Because oh, she was like, well, my first flight, basically, my ex best friend was a drug dealer. And and then he was like, do you want to pick up fireworks from Vegas? And she's like, I don't got no money. He's like, I got you. So then they go to this house in Vegas and he has like a brick of coke. She's like, yeah, I did some. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Turn, and then and then she's like, I'm going to go to bed. He's like, no, you're not going to go to bed. You're going to stay up. Hey, because for four days straight. <laughs> so she's coked out for four days straight. And you're like, what? literally what and then she's like yeah and then um he wouldn't let me leave and he just kept on wanting me because like, the thing is when he's when he's sober he's very nice but when he's coked out like he gets really like really really rude and basically she had to sneak out like sh she could barely take a shower she had to sne sneak out and she didn't know her her boyfriend and her mom couldn't get her an uber because her mom just bought her a last minute plane ticket that's how we got to the mm. first flight and this guy in a, in a bright red lamborghini picked her up um out of nowhere and was like hey do you need a ride honey because she was like sobbing you know in a casino and took her to the airport and um that was her first fight story and turns out she's a raver and i was like oh and now she and she's one year sober and she's in denver to get her um to meet her dad and her dad and her step and her stepmom invited her but her stepmom used to abuse her I'm like i'm not talking about regular abuse I'm talking about she needed, she has to live in a side trailer and could only come inside to pee. And she could only like, like really interact with them if she did like a list of 50 chores. And I'm not talking about regular chores. I'm talking about Cinderella chores. Like you, mind you, she's smaller than me, smaller than you. 
okay really really little girl she or i guess adult she basically said one of them was like ripping uprooting like an oak tree what yes now that so now the mom the stepmom and the dad are sober the stepmom is like making amends and reaching out to her and was like hey do you want to surprise your dad mom's like crazy i'm like wow she she's when i she's looking at ruby I and, and she's like, yeah. I said, yeah. She's like, now inside, you know. I said, me too. I said, outside is so expensive. She said, well, it's really not that expensive because I mean, now that I'm sober, my mom pays for my gas, and um, I'm the driver of the group, so my friends pay for my food, and I'm a rave promoter, so I go to raves for free. So, so it's so crazy because because all my friends are kind of around the same track as me. That's not even something you think about. You don't even think about mm-hmm. like people getting sober she was like she's like from the age of like 14 to like 23 she was she was doing hard drugs wow she's like i would go to school like go to school and then leave drugged up and then go home she's like I'm yeah i got out of that because realistically a lot of people when they start that young they don't get out of it so the fact yeah, that she's I, sober for a year is really good i was like and then her dad because her dad was also sober her dad gave her her chip like her her one-year chip and I was like, that is so, like, I was just like, I'm so proud of you. Like, I don't know. Mind you, I don't know this girl's name. No, literally. I, I don't know her. All I know her is as goth girl in the airport. And I'm proud of her. And, and it was like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is so good. And yeah, we didn't get no socials. But I was like, wow, you don't really realize other people are living such crazy lives because you wear, like. You're so consumed in your own life. And you realize people have whole, whole thing. You would have never known. You would have said next to her and not known any of that not on any of it and I'm like this is like crazy and I've been kind of in like I think it's called Sonder when like Sonder, you like yeah. yeah like you realize like other people have lives and like it's like you the world doesn't revolve around you that's yeah. the kind of era I'm in right now and that like personified it I was like oh this is insane so yeah, yeah all in all really really good I'm just gonna do a rundown of my of my Christmas got my eyebrows tinted I feel like a woman now I feel amazing um my friend Helene did them a looser skin in in Arizona tap in she's amazing she did a facial too oh I've been saying I wanted a facial for months now so I feel great um saw my little jet puff at my beast's house my beast is my bestie Anna okay since seventh grade and we just caught up and we got matching pajamas we had gingerbread making contests at her grandma's house like they really treat me like a biological daughter or granddaughter and nobody told grandma that I got engaged so I was like oh yeah grandma look at Glinda she said who she started she literally started like tearing up she's like oh because like I'm the first grandchild because she really do think like I'm the grandchild like right. I even texted her, I said, "Hey, Grandma, thank you so much for like bringing me in and really treat me like I'm your grandchild because it's Beast's stepdad's mom. It's not even like her. Like, oh wow, dad. it's very far removed, but she yeah. loves me down. Like we we just be talking, we girlfriends. Um, what is it? Griffin's five nine. Literally, what the frick? When did that happen? Thank you, thank you. He's talking about some. He wants some Jean Paul Gaultier cologne. <laughs> oh, I got hot." Listen, and this cologne, okay, so he had initially told me he wanted it, and I was like, oh, that's pretty expensive, huh? And he's like, yeah, but I gave $110 for his grades, you know? So, okay, he could probably get it if he gets $20 more, and I'm sure he would for Christmas. Then we went to his grandma's house um, with, because I met um, his my ex-stepmom, which is his mom, at his grandma's house, and he had the scent card in his wallet. <laughs> 
Hey, he, I, he's just like me for real. Ready. Come, come ready. <laughs> Mind you, Griffin's 13. I need everybody to remember this. I never remember this. So so the grandma's like, did Griffin tell you what uh what scent he wanted? I mean what what he wanted for Christmas. I said, Oh, that that cologne? He said, Yeah. So he pulls it out of his wallet. Mind you, a little Walmart wallet. I said, I smiled it. I got furious. Like genuinely furious. I said, Griffin, this is for a man who pays bill, just got off of a hard, long shift of work, and is ready for a date night. Not for a 13-year-old. No, I said not for a five-year-old. He said, what are you talking about? My dude's voice is that deep. What are you talking about? I'm 13. I said, okay, 12. I said, you mean Ninja Turtle Cologne. Like, I was hot. Because why do you want to smell like that? I said, and then his grandma talked about that. You need a starter pack of ads. Start start them off with that. Bath and Body Works, okay? Because you know they got that men, okay? And that already smelled that already smelled too adult, but at least it's Bath and Body Works. And his grandma talking about something. You can't even wash your hands or uh, clean out the sides of your mouth. Oh, he was hot. He was hot. And, excuse me. I don't know their that relationship, but he was talking out the side of his mouth to that grandma. I grabbed his arm. I said, you don't talk to your grandma like that. And they were just at it. Like they were the same age. And I'm sitting here like, oh, I was ready to take that Christmas money away. And I had to remind myself. I said, Faith, you are not the mama. I know it's hard because I know your dad restarted at 10. But you are not the mama, so you can't take away this little boy's. You are the sister. But I, mom's the way he was yelling at that grandma. Griffin has Never in life it don't matter if you disagree it don't matter what it is never oh i was i wanted to hit him i want i did not see a single kid get popped and i saw a lot of kids acting up in the seven days i was in arizona i said can we start with a even with a corner i'll be okay with a corner they're talking about i'm gonna take your call no santa's gonna give you call well they see the presents underneath the tree that's not enough talking about some just I, I saw screaming kids. I didn't see a not a pop nor a spoon. We gotta bring spoons back. Bring spoon, spoons back all 2024 at minimum. And the thing is, I was telling Danny about all this, and he was like, and I said, yeah. And I'm like, we not here's the thing. I feel like some kids need corners, some kids need spoons, some kids need whoopets. I was a corner. The thing, is, the thing the thing is. You can tell if they've never even had a whooping to understand how lucky they are to have the corner. I'm not going to lie. Because there was a point where I was all three of those kids. And you know what you're doing as a kid. I always knew what I was doing. And yeah. I knew what the consequences were. Mm-hmm. And I so did it. But the thing is, I was always a corner kid because I would literally reflect and, like, scold myself in the corner. Like, that, mm-hmm. that was me as a kid. Now, Hope... Hope needed whoopings. Not as many as she had got, but she needed whoopings because Hope was stubborn and wow, she would like look at my mom as she was whooping in her like, that don't hurt. <laughs> oh no, that's that was Buddy. Buddy would laugh. Dude, you know, Buddy would start laughing as he was getting whooped. Like, 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 like hysterical laughing. Like mockery laugh. When oh, I tell I you I've never seen my dad so furious, because he's like, <laughs> I'm whooping you and you laughing? Like, look, look him dead in the eyes, giggling. <laughs> like, that's just insane to me. But I, I too, I, I too, it played off. Like, okay, go to my room. I got tears in my eyes. I'm good. No, no, yeah. I'm sobbing. I was a sobbing child. Like, I'm like, 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 literally, like, I remember one time we, um, we didn't, we didn't clean the house. We decided to go to the cul-de-sac and sit and play. Joy got seven. 
Hope got nine. I got 12. But I had to wait for 16 whoopings to get mine. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of the most miserable. That that That's torture. That's actually torture. In a row, in a row. Like, I, I understand gentle parenting. That's not to say I don't understand it. I get it. But I think that your kids know when they can try you. So you need to just make it known up front they cannot play with you that way you can do the gentle parenting because if they think they can run all over you kids are the first to know who will actually beat them and who will not and not even just beat them but discipline them like who will actually put a foot in that ass because most most parents don't and that's the problem mm-hmm. and that's no. why the teachers talk about them kids is bad in the classrooms and they can't read <laughs> <laughs> what, we, what me and Bisa had to do and we felt like we felt like Thanos in this in this mess we um that puff was not getting in the car he had a t-rex arm and he was getting rocks and throwing them off the garage and we was like um stop it and he was i was like i'm gonna take your t-rex away from you he gets a t-rex because like it was like a t-rex like this and he throws it and i was like i said get in the car. <laughs> no, no, starts, no no he starts no. running around the car so then it's a tesla so me and Bisa have to corner him both sides and we, Bisa has to pick up Jeff up, basically throw him over the over the door to get to me to put him in the car. So we put him in the car. He starts unlocking and locking the car, so we can't we can't buckle him in. And he's like, "Stop it!" So we end up opening the door, and and she goes, "You know what? I'm gonna call Santa." He goes, "The Santa." I've been seeing the elf on the shelf too. I'm calling elf on the shelf. No, oh, and they they did elf on the shelf too. It was very sweet. I said, and. I'm com- calling your dad. Oh, no, no, okay. No, and I'm like, all this, like Santa and the dad, like th- the combo, like you should just be listening. And the thing yeah. is, he, I love me some Jet Puff, but he's a Sour Patch Kid. He, I would ask him to do something like, hey, Jet Puff, please don't do that. Like, hey, can you not do that? He would look me dead in the eye. You're not the boss. He's four. That I said, that 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 kid, yeah, he gonna be a problem. I said so. His so his mom is like, well, she is older than you, and she is your older sister, so she is the boss of you. He goes, no, mom, only you're the boss of me, not Faith. Damn, because he kind of ate that. He kind of ate that a little bit. He kind of <laughs> ate that one little thing. <laughs> but yeah, all in all, really, really fun time. But I didn't see no kids getting hit, and it's like we gotta bring back spoons. Or just the thread of the spoon. My mom would have the spoon in the middle console and made sure that we were reachable. So Joy was in the middle, but Hope and me would sit on the sides because we were the most hittable. Joy never got hit. She might got hit in the crossfire, but that's just because my mom couldn't see what was going on in the back. And she wanted to stuff fighting. But yeah, anyways, but another bud, I know we got a lot. Oh, also, I finally had Christmas with my mom, and we I've never had Christmas with her. Yeah. And um, because we always do Christmas Eve at mom's, Christmas with dad. So we finally mm-hmm. had Christmas with her, and she had a Christmas party. She had like a backdrop for us. She had little like hot chocolate cups, little cup. She made cupcakes for us, and she made Indian fried bread. And I love her Indian fried bread. Oh my god, it was so good. So I was like, yeah, money good vibes, feeling good vibes. Um, Period. I met my little brother last night. I had a call. It was like a two hour, three hour call. And I met my little brother. I FaceTimed my little brother for the first time. I've never FaceTimed him. I met him once when I was 12. And I think that's it. Mm. So I have five brothers. Four of them come from one mom. And it's the whole, the whole family tree is a little bit rocky for me, I will say. So I have Dominic is my oldest brother. And then Matthew, Mark, the twins, and then Luke. 
Luke, uh, Matthew and Mark, um, I've gotten really close with in the past year, but Luke, since I moved to Denver, but Luke, um, I didn't. And, um, I had finally, I was like, Hey, you know, uh, Hey, Mark, can you reach out to Luke and invite him to my engagement party? That's it'll be sometime in the fall. And so I reached out to Luke and I, and he, he started bawling because he's like, I, I've always wanted a big sister, but I just, I, I always thought you were like dad. And I didn't like basically want to get rejected you know Aww. and I was like oh my gosh so I reached out to him and we were chopping it up he's like I I've always wanted a big sister like I'm so excited like I was like can we FaceTime and he was like oh my gosh I would, be, I would love that like so we FaceTimed and it was like I was like what are your hobbies like I don't know you mind you yeah, he's like start from the top start from the top like what we got going on and so he's actually coming out in February and he's going to spend half the time with Mark because he lives in Colorado Springs he's going to spend half the time with me in my apartment and I'm like I'm so excited like I love being a big sister that's one of my favorite things to do so the fact that like and my little brothers I think just because we never really we didn't really understand or meet each other like for real until we were adults they see me kind of as a famous person. And I have been telling them, like, please stop. Like, I invited my little brother, Matthew, to, to sleep over. And he was like, oh, my gosh, are you serious? Oh, my gosh, I would love that opportunity. Like, I'm like, Matthew, Aww. you got to cut this out. You got to cut this. Mind you, he's 23. Oh, that's so like, cute, though. Like, you know, like, yeah. they don't have that relationship. So it's like, that's all new to them. They don't. And he just, he just got, um, uh, Pat, like, he just passed, not the, not the Navy bar, the, uh, what's that thing? What, that they go through for the air basic for the military training? basic training he just passed oh. that and he was telling me about his experience and stuff and like obviously the stuff that he could tell me and I was just like wow like you know and I'm, I'm like having to be a real big sister you know my sisters they'll ask me here and there with my brothers they're like so what about this and what about this because like they genuinely like see me as a big sister hope and joy are slowly but surely now coming to it but yeah, yeah. so finally seeing him I'm so excited and my biggest goal in life at the moment is to have a is to have a um picture with all of my siblings because I have seven siblings, you guys. And to get them all in one room, like that is my goal. Like I want yeah. all of them to meet in there. And they're like, well, does that mean I have another big sister? I said, well, I don't know exactly how that's how that works, but like sure, I guess you have more sisters, like that, but it's not blood, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard with the baby daddies and stuff. But also another bud. My entire, the entire year, I hit my deductible for therapy, okay? I, I've been doing $10 therapy for the past two months. And uh, one big thing is, like, it's been about my dad. Like, in the beginning of the year, I think during the, in the beginning of the year, my, my therapist in North Carolina said, you need to write a letter to your dad. You don't have to read it to him. Just write a letter about all the wrongdoings he's done. And you can burn it, whatever, but just write it. Get it, everything out. In the summer, I read it to him. And I was sobbing the entire time and he apologized for everything. And I was in there like, where does daddy come from? Right. What the frick? And the thing is like, he is the villain in my story. Like he is the villain. He's the reason for a lot of my bad, you know, thing. Cause I am a replica of that man. And so I'm, I'm glad I'm trying therapy now to like undo those, those bad behaviors because frick. So he called me out of nowhere. Didn't plan on seeing him at all when I went there for seven days because when I spend money, I want to see people that I want to see. Mm. And I don't want to be anxious when I see them. Right. And that was my whole thing. I'm not going to reach out to you because I just don't want to. So he called me. We ended up having an entire hour conversation. He's like, are you coming to grandma's? I said, no. And he said, why? I said, because I don't want to. And my people-pleasing tendencies, I could have never done that even even a year ago. 
I could not do that. And the yeah. thing is, um, it was just so crazy that like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to go to my grandma's house for Christmas. Little me was screaming. And we kind of just went through like, I, I said, hey, dad, every single time we call, I start expressing my emotion. No, I have a panic attack. Then I call you back because I'm like, I'm not going to let you ruin my day. And then I end up crying on our call. And then we do this all over again. And he's like, I feel like if I were to see you in person, we could have this conversation. I, you could cry in my arm. And I said, dad, you are not the parent that I do that with. I'm not comfortable. I would never be comfortable crying in your arms. That's just, you're, you are not a father. You are, I, and he's like, well, I can only meet you 50% of the way. I said, dad, I have been trying my hardest to be the best daughter. And I just kept on being judged. Just judge, mm -hmm. judge, judge. And he was just like, and I said, I've been doing 99% of the work. And the only 1% you get is because you're my bio biological father. That's mm -hmm. it. That, that, that's all. And he was just like, like it, we just, we just had a lot of back and forth. And he, he's like, I just want a relationship with you. I just want a relationship with you. I just want a relationship with you because he went through a lot of therapy and he is finally making amends. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, just because you're ready does not mean we're all ready to be like, oh, well, you're good. So I guess we'll, right. I'm just going to forget the 20 years of trauma you've put me through. You see what I'm saying? So I was like, damn, yeah, I really don't want to meet him in person, but like, and he's like, I think you need to. Like, you've been going at this for the whole year. It's been plaguing you the whole year. Like, before we go into the new year, you need to meet with me with him. And I was like, can I have a surprise if I do it? Like, I need to be intensified. Like, I something. I just, something. And so, it, you guys saw my story on on the topic black girl story. Like, I was like, I feel like I got Michael Michael Jordan shoes in my in my stomach on tumble dry. Like that. This is the thing. I went to go meet with my dad for breakfast, and. We had a full-on conversation. And the thing is, we I was just chopping it up with him. I was just oversharing about my life because I hadn't talked to him in a while. And at the, we got the bill. And I'm sitting here like, well, am I going to have to be the adult and bring up the whole reason why we we're sitting here? I said, Dad, what is the relationship you'd like to have with me in the, in the future? Mm. What, is, what do you want that to look like? And he was like, oh. Uh -huh. I said, you don't have to answer me now, but I need an answer. I, yeah. I said, I said, I have been a good daughter for my entire life. I need you to be a good dad. Finally. I said, I, we're restarting. I need you to court me. Like you courted Sophia, which is my stepmom. Amazing top wife, amazing wife. I said, but I've also been an amazing daughter and I have gotten no kudos. I've gotten no, I've gotten nothing to back that up. I said, you're mm -hmm. saying sorry, but I need action. I said, for example, I have not seen you in two years. The least you could have done is come here with flowers. But you didn't. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. I said, I need action. I said, I've seen how a woman, a man should treat a woman because of Dammy. Dammy has had to teach me a lot of life lessons that you should have. Mm. And I don't, and I hate that because Dammy has had to put in overtime to make me the woman that I am today. You see what I'm saying? And he was like, I was like, I, I said, I am not a hard daughter, please. I like surprises. I like little gifts. I like to just know that I'm being thought of. That's it. Yeah. And I, I, I need you to do that. And basically he was like, my goal is based like emotionally. My goal is to have all of my children say good things about me when I die. And that's a really real thing where people start realizing when they get older with age, like I've done so many people wrong. I'm going to die alone. And it's because you have been acting this way for years. And now you're realizing the people that should be by your side or not. Or not. And I said, Dad, you've been the villain in my life for the last 20 years. If you guys didn't know, I met my dad when I was four. 
Um, he thought I wasn't his. My mom sent him a, him a picture of me, and she said, "All right, when can I meet her?" Because you, if you see me and you see my dad, you, I look like my dad without any hair. That's that's literally my dad in longer eyelashes. That is my dad. And um, I said, "You've been the villain in my life for the past twenty years. So as long as you don't die before forty four, and you're a good dad for the next twenty, I think I can do that for you." Now, as for my other siblings, I mm. don't know. I, I don't know, but it, and he basically was like, I don't want you to have to feel obligated when you have children to let me see them just because like you want them to have a relationship with their grandfather, but you don't, I want to have a relationship with you and then have a relationship with my grandchildren. And the thing is at one point it was looking real. Your dad is not seeing our kids. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Cause I don't want them to have to go through anything, any other judgment, anything that you've been put through in your, your whole life. Cause that's a lot trying yeah. to, trying to live up. Like I said, dad, you're the reason for my perfectionism. You're the reason why I feel like I'm never doing good enough. You're the reason why I literally think overthink. like you're the reason for a lot of freaking things. And I paid a lot of money because trying to undo the things you've instilled into me. Like it, like it was so much. And I was like, dad, like I did not need a tough love dad. I needed a dad that I could call in the midnight hour. And I know he'd be there. And you are not that mm-hmm. person. My mom had to be both parents. That was my mom for everything. I call my mom in the midnight hour. I call my mom for my panic attacks to bring me down. I said, I would never call you to bring me down from a panic attack. You know, and there was a lot of hard truths that I said, but I feel like that was the first conversation other than like the apology letter or whatever, or the, you know, that letter that I felt like, I felt like I said everything I needed to say. I didn't, I didn't people please. I, and he's also the reason why people please. Like he's the reason why a lot of these freaking bad sentences, I, I don't even know if I'd be this type A if it wasn't for him. Not going to hold you. Hmm. Like, yeah. So all in all, had a really good conversation. He asked for my address. So if I get a gift, I will let y'all know. Because I said, I need you to put be putting in work. I put in work yeah. for the last 20 years. I need you to put in work now. I need you to get together. Um. So yeah, real grown-up conversations. Real, co- I, I, I'm like, not that I... Literally, once I left there, I felt like Floyd in this Mayweather. Like, I was like, little me is on cloud nine. Like, she is every day we live vibes. You see what I'm saying? Like, literally so happy. And I was just like, I was putting gas in the car. I got my mom a gift. Like, I got my sister. She asked for one water. I got her three. Like, I was feeling good. Okay? I was feeling amazing. Because, like, and and I also said, I said, all of my friends know pretty much all the trauma you put me through. Mm. I don't want, I don't want you to, um, I need you to do actions that when I report back to my friends that, that, that you are a better person, they believe it because of the actions. Right. I don't want them scowling up there while you're walking me down the aisle. Cause you're not going to know, but I'm going to know. And I want that, that day to be full of love, no animosity. Cause they will. Cause I said, what if Dammy were doing the things that you did to me, but then, and then I told you that. And then. And then now I'm like, oh, he's changed. But what has he done? Right. That's what I need. Because you wouldn't forgive Danny. You wouldn't. You need that oh, action. You would, have a, you would hold a grudge till, till death. The end of the earth. And realistically, the fact that you're even willing to give another chance the relationship says a lot. Because you could have easily said, 20 years is too much. I'm not dealing with this again. Yeah. Now, so I, yeah, this, it has you to know, be backed by action. Yeah, backed by action. This is definitely his last chance, but I feel like dude, I, I I see that he is a better man. I told him, I said, Griffin has had the best childhood. I said, if yeah. you were to even be this good of a man, even a few years back, 
I think we could have made something shake. Mm. But you know, we we can't we can't dwell on the past. We're here. But yeah, I I don't have a thorn. That's like I I'm going to the new year feeling good. Yeah, feeling. That's a conversation that is healing a lot and healing your inner child realistically because it's not just oh this is just a conversation where we're setting boundaries like you're setting boundaries for years that young faith could not and did not never and and could never because it's like you are literally acting like an abusive father so it's it's hard to do that yeah emotionally abusive y'all not physically sorry emotionally oh yeah maybe we should clarify yeah they don't know they really don't know never yeah you do you guys don't know i know i didn't i never really talked about it i feel like maybe here and there but i never really talked about it but yeah i before we got into the next season because i didn't want to bring into the next season i wanted to really give it to to y'all um just because this is a huge breakthrough for this type of black girl i'll tell you and i and i'm sure i'm not the only girl who's going through daddy issues so and nobody really talks about it no nobody really talks about it so um yeah if if y'all got any issues, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm I'm not the end all be all daddy issues fairy, but I'm sure I could empathize. Mm. Um, but yeah, moms, I know that was long. This is gonna be a long episode either way. Yeah, well, it's good. I mean, I think this is gonna be a life updates because we're already at an hour. So yeah, we might yeah. maybe do our goals good. next season. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We got it. Okay. <laughs> so um. Oh my gosh. Sorry. That was, yeah, we just had a lot. Like that was, that was good. Oh yeah. But I feel like, I think a lot of people can relate realistically and it's like you set boundaries and that's a very hard thing to do. To, especially with especially as a people pleaser. Yeah. A parent, especially like that's the one person that you feel like should be setting the boundaries with you and not the other way around. So, um, <laughs> yeah, congratulations. I mean, this has been a year, like a, this is for real been like a full story thing though. No, literally. And I haven't really talked about it on the pod more, more so with Denasia. Well, in my other friends, but I didn't really want to talk about it. Cause I'm like, there's no solution there. Well, I haven't, mm. there's, there's nothing. There's, there's nothing, no, end, there's no ending point that you're coming to. Exactly. So there's no need to talk about it. That's right. I, I didn't really want y'all in my business that, until it was solidified and now right. solidified and I'm feeling good. Right. Yeah. Okay. What we got going on over there, moms? Okay. So, um, I'll, I'll talk about the travel story, bro. You know, we, we said this earlier. Like, I just feel like I just have the worst luck traveling. My flight back here was great. Very smooth, very easy. Like, no problems. Yeah. The flight getting to Vegas was hell. Literal hell on earth. First of all, I get there. And luckily, I got to the airport early. Because usually, I'd be pushing it. Because I got clear. And I'd be like, clear got me. But mm-hmm. I got there. And I had a check bag. And I had to go on the check bag line. The check bag line is literally to the next airline. That's how long it is. And people are in the line like, there's no way this is it. It's the point people are like going to the front. Like, I'm literally going to miss my flight if you do not check me in right now. The point where they had to delay my entire flight just because the check bag line was so long. Mm. So already we're delayed by like an hour and a half, right? I get there. I'm like, okay, at least I made it through. I drop off my bag. I'm like right at right right at the, the mark. I don't got to take nothing out. I'm like, look at God. Because that's the first thing that's ever happened. Usually I got to take Ooh. something out every single time. Yeah. So I get there, right? We're about to start boarding. We get on the plane. Everything's smooth. I start going to sleep because I ain't slept all day. Yeah. All of a sudden, I open my eyes and I realize that the people around me are getting up and leaving. And I was like, huh. And I'm like, I tapped the girl next to me because I, I had my headphones and I wasn't paying attention. I was like, what happened? And she was like, they're making everybody evacuate the plane. I was like, evacuate? 
that's that's a strong word. And then the pilot gets on the intercom and he's like, guys, like there is currently a threat on the plane. We need the police to come on and do a search. I apologize for this inconvenience. I know you guys had to wait an hour and a half to even get on the plane, but we need everybody off the plane right now. So now people are like panicked and scrambling because they're like, what's happening? So we all get off the plane. Why do we come out the, like, we get off the plane, we get to the gate. Why are there like 15 police officers out there standing around waiting for us to get off? What? Like huddled up. Yeah. And we're like, what is going on? They got, they got all the dogs out. Like literally they have like almost every damn police in the airport at our gate. And everyone around us at different gates is looking around like, what's going on? Like what happened? So we're sitting there. Everyone's just kind of waiting because we don't know if we can even get back on. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm like, okay. And then all of a sudden they go to like one man. First of all, they were already kind of, they're kind of near him before when he got off the plane, but they go to one man specifically. And he's like sitting there with his family and no questions asked. They start arresting this man. And I was trying to hear what was going on, but basically they said he had a threat in his bag and he needed to be off the plane immediately. They did not let his family back on the plane, but they said he needs to go. I literally took a picture of the man because I was like, he got crazy eyes. Everybody sent the picture and said, yeah, yeah, he looked a little crazy. So he basically, um, they took like statements from people that were sitting around him. And one of the girls that was around him actually was across from me when we were sitting outside the gate. And I was like, girl, what happened? Everybody around us was like, girl, what happened? So she was saying that basically when she got on the plane, they were sitting like, like near the same aisle, right? Mm-hmm. She noticed that when they first got on, he was trying to put his carry-on bag in the front of the plane. He was sitting in the back. And everybody in the front was like, these are where our bags go. You should keep your bag with you. But he was very mm-hmm. adamant, like, no, I want my bag to be in the very front by the pilot. What does that mean? So he's getting into it with the people in the front because he's like, I want my bag to be in the front. Da, 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 da. And they're like, okay, well, you can't do that. Go to the back. So he goes to the back. The girl is like following him because she's sitting in like the same row, basically. And she's like, he sees him basically put his bag up. He sits down. He gets back up. He grabs the bag. He goes to the middle of the aisle, like the aisles, like the, the plane. And he goes to some random lady, gives her his bag is like, I need you to wash this for me. You think you can do that? Gives her. She's like, why would I watch your bag? What are you talking about? He's like, oh, I'm just playing with you. Give me my bag back. Snatches his bag back. Tries to put it on her overhead. She said, you need to, what are you doing? Goes to the back again. Yeah. I don't know what that man said, but he said something to either the flight attendant or the people around him. I feel like he probably said, I'm about to blow, blow, blow it up in here. I'm about to, I'm about to kill y'all. Because what is it that you evacuate a whole plane? When I tell you, we were literally about to take off. Like they, they were like about to start driving off the lot. And they evacuated everybody off immediately. Like, to have a threat like that, I don't know what was in his bag, but he was arrested on site. So now they're basically telling us, like, at the gate, like, we don't know when you guys are moving aboard. We don't know what this, what to do realistically until they do a search again and make sure everything's clear and it's safe for you to get on board. Because everyone's like, well, now we don't want to get back on. Because who knows what was in that bag? And if he had already put something in the plane, we don't know what happened. So literally, like, the police are everywhere. It's just chaotic. People are trying to figure out what happened. The girl writes her statement about like what happened, what she saw, because she sees him moving this bag around. What's in the bag? And why does it need to be near the pilot? How did he get it through? And that's why I was so confused because I'm like, what's in the bag? It, can- it couldn't have been like anything that sets TSA off. Facts. But whatever it is, uh, he was arrested on site. What? So we're delayed for another like hour and a half as they do their search and stuff. And as they try to like clear things out, because they're like, okay, we got to make sure that, you know, you can get back on the plane. Meanwhile, I'm calling Capital One. I'm telling them what happened because I got flight disruption assistance. This is your sign. 
get the Capital One Venture card, bro. I only book flights through that card and they have flight disruptions assistance. So if your flight gets delayed, if your flight gets anything happens, you can rebook for a whole different flight for under $5,000 for free. As long as oh, the flight's under five So Perfect. I call them about my troubles. And I said, yeah, girl, like, I don't know what's going on, but there's a crazy man on our flight and he getting arrested and everybody's panicked and scared and it's, it's giving, I don't know. And we're in New York. So it was just not a good, you know, like... <laughs> You know, like 9-11 is very present and active, you know, like, and no one forgets. So it's just like a very weird time frame. Very, very odd. And basically Capital One refunded me the whole thing. They said, girl, we saw you you went through that. Gave me the whole flight back. And they was like, and you can rebook. And I said, I was like, you know, yeah, it is real scary, girl. Like, I'm really adding on to it. I'm really adding on to it because I'm like, yeah, like that was hell. It was literally hell. So I ended up getting on the same flight again because they researched it multiple times and I couldn't not go to the Nets. The Nets flight would have been the Nets today. And I was mm-hmm. like, I can't be stranded here. Like, I need to get home. Like, it's just a whole thing. So yeah. I ended up going on it and it was it was perfectly fine. But yeah, I was looking in the news to see if they had put something out about it, but no one said anything. And there was no news outlets, maybe. And they also didn't tell us what exactly happened. I think it's because they didn't want to freak us out. Yeah. But I was like, for someone to be arrested on site, off the plane like can you tell us my, yeah literally and my dad was like it's probably not drugs because drugs they'll let you get to your destination and then arrest you yeah so the fact that everybody had to evacuate and get off we was panicked how did but, you get it through because tsa be serious i don't know or just the threat of whatever he said i don't know what he said to the flight attendant mm-hmm. yeah whatever he said it had to be a statement where it's like you gotta get off the plane right now yeah so um yeah, the pilot just kept apologizing. I'm like, bro, it's not your fault. Like, that's not your fault. I'm gonna see if I can find the picture of him because he he did look like he might have tried to do something to us. I'm not gonna hold you. Um, but, the but thing yeah, that able to go either is crazy. Yeah, no, literally. I was like, there's a lot happening here. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh yeah, he, he looks serious. He looked like he don't play. He gets down. He looked like he don't play. He looked like that haircut. That's mafia. <laughs> And his family's pissed. They're like, what's happened? Like, they're pissed at him. Like, what are you doing? What happened? And I was like, see, I don't buy that either. Because y'all could be in on it. Mm-mm. This could be an you Oscar really sorry at all. Literally, I'm not believing any of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they, they took, him and, took him in cuffs. And they had him on display in cuffs, too. Like, it was almost like a, like a public shame thing. Like, they let him stay there. So everybody in the airport was looking at him like, what'd you do? His family Sick in the work. back pissed, pissed off. Huh. Like, whole Mike, You're not getting that money back. You're not ever flying on a plane again. <gasps> like you literally that no fly list is 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 yeah. No, they they have kicked people on the no fly list for less. Bro, I would I don't try to do anything in the air in the in the oh, airport. I don't care if people make me mad. They do piss me off in that airport, but I I, yeah. I will keep my cool because realistically I got places to be. I can't be on no no fly list. And now you gotta take an Amtrak? Or a Greyhound? Not even that. You dead ass can't fly anywhere. Like you can't leave the that's country. Not, well, that's not well, well that too. But I'm saying you got to take a boat. No, you can't even. Yeah, you can't leave the country. But I'm saying if you let's say you want to go to Cali to New York, you would need to take a probably an Amtrak than a Greyhound. Like that's a lot. Yeah. And that's you got that on your record, so I, it's just you know I don't know. It was given very much terrorism. I I truly couldn't tell you, but it was a very stressful experience. So that's my thorn because I was like, I just wish I could just have a normal flight experience, just just one time. Yeah, both just, ways. I don't. That's hard. <laughs> Especially it's New York. It's that's hard. 
no literally um but my rose is that uh i was back in vegas for like two weeks it was great i mean i was sick half the time i don't know what it is but every time i get in that house i get to sneezing i get to sneezing sniffling the whole night and i'm like my immune system should be real strong because i'm out here dealing with rats and roaches in this in these streets so that 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 alone should really like protect me but i don't know maybe it's just the climate change but i was sick i had like 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 cold sick for the first three days and then i had a stomach bug for the la- for the th- next three days oh. and i said i don't ever get stomach bug i got like a stomach of steel for real i could eat whatever and i'm fine so i don't know what it was but yeah Dang. yeah Frick, so the first the first week was rough um but i mean i didn't have nothing to do i was just in the okay. house chilling so it really was chill but i did see all my peoples like i got to reunite right. with my friends i saw my friend sierra i haven't seen her in like a freaking year i saw my friends autumn and angie i have not seen them since high school graduation yeah Whoa. which is sick because we were sitting here talking about everybody that went to our high school and i was like y'all know that 10-year reunion kind of creeping up on us like not fast well, but it's there but like that 2028 episode is coming like we're halfway there bro what yeah so that, Are you that was go? also. Oh yeah, I'm stunned on the most every day. <laughs> it's, but especially, yeah, of course, I will be there. Like, yeah. Here's the thing: because I went half to Pinnacle and then half to Shadow Ridge, I think I'm gonna go with Lisa to our ten year. Because I mean, I was there for half because I want to see because they be smoking cigarettes. So I want to see how y'all age it in four years because y'all already look bad. <laughs> And I'm also going to go to my other one. If, if I, With my other one, I don't really care as much because I really wasn't like, other than that, De- I was barely at, at school because I was in DECA. So I really, I'm like, <laughs> no, I definitely want to. That's a full-time job. <laughs> You're not getting paid either. Um, full-time community service. Um, but yeah, I'll probably go to the Pinnacle one with, with Elisa because like, yeah, let's see. What we got going yeah. on? Who kids? Literally, we literally did, no, we literally did like a basic, like a, like an Instagram 2018 exactly. class reunion we was just going through everybody we knew like do you remember so-and-so and it was like yeah i remember she did that like we was just going down the line bro i was like next time we meet up because it can't be another almost no. four years it, four or five years it can't, it can't be that i said next time we meet up we need to bring a yearbook and just go boom 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 line by line because it started getting real we started getting real delulu real antsy towards the end we was off six lemon drops and a lavender drop, like it was getting. I said, if we had a yearbook here, they probably would have kicked us out because he was just giggling. But it was a great time. I was like, I'm yeah. so happy to reunite, like you know, like seeing yeah. seeing old friends. And it was just like we picked up right where we left off. Like I literally, oh, I love love the <sighs> friendship, bro. I'm like, I love that. Like literally, we don't need to we don't need to talk all the time, but when we do, it's great. And I said, it next like time, we never. Yeah, we never. Left. I literally need to go visit them. They they now live like in the same city, so it's like. It's crazy. What? So I was like, I'm going to come visit y'all. I, yeah. I, I'm about to see what the South is talk about. And yeah. yeah. So shout out to them because they also listen to the podcast. So I love you guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, you met Angie at Dreamville. Remember the girl I ran into in the crowd? Oh, I was like, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was great. It was great. So um, this is your sign. Rekindle them old friendships, even if they're from high school and you haven't seen them in four years. Like, they still got love for you. You still got love for them. So do that. It's life yeah. happened. Life lives. No, literally. And I realized like, like even like Sierra, me and Peyton met her at a girls camp in like 2016. And we still maintain that friendship. And I'm like, that's really like, that's really good. Like, mm-hmm. 
keep in touch with them girl contacts even if you see that them works. once a year or every two years that's fine um and then, oh, speaking of painting, the bud is that this year, uh, New Year's Eve weekend is going up. Love. Last year, last year we did the same thing, and Divine is here. We didn't even plan this actually that Divine would be here at the same time too. But Divine <laughs> is here as well, so we are about to have the time of our lives. We have a whole mm-hmm. weekend plan. Love. Now, Divine, Divine called me and she said, oh, and I said, I said, yes, Divine. And she said, I'm gonna need you to do something for me. I said, where is this headed? She was like, there's this girl I know. She got a casting agency. And Kai, Kai Kanan is looking for girls to be in his section. And she looking for only baddies. So I need you to submit your headshot. I said, my LinkedIn headshot? What, what headshot do you mean? Like, she was like, Instagram pictures. Pick your baddest pictures. I need you to submit that. I said, I said, Divine. Okay. Kai? Kai? But he is at the club we were about to be at. So I was like, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. But then I called my friend Mia and I was like, yeah, girl, she talk about this Kai stuff. I don't know about all that. I don't know. I don't know. Cause I, I don't know if he, I don't know what his type is. And she yeah. was like, my friend literally watches his videos and his type is BBL girls. Like straight uh, you, if you got a BBL, you in there. And I said, well, why would you say that? You know, I don't have one. So I, I don't have the assets to meet this. So why would you even? <laughs> Neither of us do. None of us do. So I said, we don't have BBLs. So are we just out? <laughs> Disqualified? He was like, yeah. Like, he, he love a dark-skinned girl with a BBL. Oh, I said, that's like not me. I said, I said, that's, I said, that's not me. But I said, mm. I, hope, I hope whoever he do choose, I hope she had a time of her life. Because they're also oh. paying $200 just to stand there and look pretty. So I said, that's crazy. That's amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. So I, I knew it was going to be something crazy when Divine called me. I said, girl, you yeah. don't ever call me out the blue. So what's going on? Mm-mm. So I hope Kai has a time in his life in his section because yeah. apparently the, the agency, like they go person by person. They go through each person's like pictures, like one by one. And I said, that's giving like America's next top model, like who's going to make it to the finale. And that's Literally. very stressful. I don't know about that. Like mm-hmm. I... Yeah, I don't think I rejected. And I just simply don't have the means, and that's okay. And that's okay. And that's everybody okay. Got their, everybody got their something. And everybody got their something. Like everybody got their something. And I said, I don't got that. Um. So yeah, that's. I mean, my updates were pretty short this episode. I don't really got much else. Life's been great. Like twenty twenty four, I'm excited. Like I don't really. I made my vision boards like different yeah. ones this year, like based on separate things. So that's my first time doing that. Cause usually I just do one huge one, but like I did specific ones. So I can be more in depth with my goals because usually I'd be like, Oh, I want to do this, but I don't ever write how I'm going to do it. So mm-hmm. I'm giving that a shot. We'll see how that works out. I mean, realistically, as long as I do a vision board, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, this year should be great. I mean, I'm excited. It should be a lot more traveling, a lot more like life experiences for me. I'm in this place where I'm just like, I feel that frontal lobe developing. I don't know if you feel it, but I feel it developing. Uh, in Things different are ways. In different ways. Like, this is the first time I feel like I actually feel like my age. Like, I think before I would be like 22. Maybe it's the pandemic as well. I'd be 22. I was like, I don't even feel like I'm 22. I feel like mentally I'm still like, like I'm mature, but I feel like experiences wise, I'm still in like college. Like I still feel like I want to do things that a college age student wants to do. But now mm-hmm. I feel like at 23, this is the first time where I'm like, no, I feel my age. Like if I look back at like where I was in high school to now and high school to college, like it feels like time has passed and, and I learned a lot through that. And like for good a reason, lot. you know, yeah. like I'm not the same person, even the same person as 22. Oh my God. Like, no. oh my gosh. But moms, what were your financial goals last, last year? I mean, for this year. Um, yeah. So my goals for this year, um, 
it was to save at least one or two months of rent and have that in the bank at all times emergency fund because mm-hmm. I realized like yeah when you get grown it's like a lot of people really are living paycheck to paycheck like that having part. just thousands sitting in the bank is very rare so I was like right. I want to have like a backup plan this economy I, I don't trust nothing so I just wanted to have a backup plan um mm-hmm. and I actually did do that so I was really proud yeah. of myself because that's yeah. that was the hardest thing to do is like really put money aside especially when life just comes up and like you have to pay for things um but i i want to work on investing that so one of my other goals was get a roth ira and start investing mm-hmm. now i'm doing a dividend portfolio so i kind of switched my whole like landscape of what i actually want to do with as far as investing because i was like i also contribute to my 401k but i'm like i want to have my own thing on the side realistically mm-hmm. i know l'oreal is investing all that money into like an actual portfolio but I want to yeah. do it on my own too. Mm-hmm. So that's my goal for next year is to do a dividend portfolio because I feel like I can get a better return on my investment. Back. Also, I had possibly get a car. That's not happening. I mean, I've literally just talked about this with my friends because Mia's like, girl, you should get a car. That way when I go to the airport, you could drop me off. I said, I'm not getting <laughs> a car for that. <laughs> I'm not getting a car for that. I'm sorry. We're not doing that because realistically, I had to break down how much it is to literally park and drive in Jersey and New York. First of all, if I, let's say I drive to work. Let me just lay this out. Let's say I drive to work one day. I got to pay the toll to get in the city, which is, I think it's like either 11 or $17 one way. I'm paying a toll to get in the city, right? Once I get into the city, I'm already paying a gas is going too. So I'm keeping that in mind as well. I'm going to have to park somewhere. The nearest parking garage to where I work charges like $70 a day. And a day is considered over three hours. What? So I'm paying that. Mm-hmm. I'm paying that. Then I got to get back. Let's say, let's say I even go somewhere else. Let's say I got to drive somewhere else. I'm paying to wherever I got to do to park there because parking is not free. Then I got to pay the toll to go back into Jersey. And there's different tolls within Jersey. So if I got to go like a little bit farther to another part of Jersey, I'm also paying that toll. And then I got to come back home and then, oh, also pay $250 to park my car in my, in my actual apartment building. It don't make no sense. On top of the car note and stuff, I was just like, I just don't. There's a reason why people don't have cars here. I get it. I get it. Hold on. And I was like, like two dot fifty a day or two fifty a, a month. Two fifty a month just to park my car in my building. No. But then again, if I had to park it on the street, it's getting stolen. So yeah. you know, you really just it's give or take. But I was just yeah. like, realistically, I want to get a car once I finish grad school is like my gift to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also don't know if I'll need it when I'm on campus as a student in Philly either. So it's just yeah. a give or take. But I was just like, when I really thought about the cost per day, if I'm actually driving, that's running me up at least 2K a month, probably mm-hmm. more, probably mm-hmm. more. And I was just like, it's a little slow for that. There's, there's really no reason. And yeah. traffic, the traffic is terrible. Uh, anxiety on 10, even in an Uber. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Shoot. So, um, yeah, so that, that, that was definitely off the list. Um, also give myself a dumb fun fund. I put that as like money. I can, once I pay my bills, I just got money left aside that I can have fun with and not feel guilty about it. I realize I've just been doing that. Like not even as a goal, it's just been inherent. Like I literally am at the point where as long as my bills are paid and I have my money in savings, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to buy what I want because realistically, if I die tomorrow, the only people getting that money is Wells Fargo mm. and mm-hmm. my mom, maybe. But we got to figure out that that how that, how that works, works yeah. too, because I'm technically claiming my I'm, I'm a legal guardian. I don't have like a, a spouse. I don't know how that works with your parents. We got to figure that yeah, out. Yeah. But yeah. realistically, it's like 
I, I just feel like I'm at this point where I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to pay for convenience. Also, that's something I learned this year. I'm paying for convenience and comfort every, every time. time, every time to the point where even trips, I'm like, Airbnbs, I'm not feeling it because every Airbnb I've been in, I've either broken out because I break out from the sheets or I'm just uncomfortable. Mm. And I feel like it's Ooh. nasty. Yes. Yes. My, you know, Miami, I literally broke out. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm over it. So realistically, unless it's like a group trip and like it's, it's easier for just like everyone together, if it's me, I'm choosing the convenience, I'm choosing the comfort over everything. It might cost more, but that's worth my piece. So yeah. that's really where I'm at financially. Um, also build my credit. This is actually my biggest, this was my biggest accomplishment this year. I said last year I was deathly afraid of credit cards. And I was because I was like, I just feel like it's very easy to mess up your credit if you just do something wrong. wrong. There's so many rules to credit. There's so many rules. Pay before the statement, pay, pay, pay this day. You got to have 5% paid by this. It's a lot to learn. But I, my credit score has jumped 100 points. I, yeah, I'm almost at 800. So I really did my big one with credit this year and learning how to maximize my credit card points, like self-control also, like, like monetary discipline is something I learned with a credit card too, which I don't think I would have had I just been using my debit card. And also everything that I pay for now, like I'm getting points back. So it feels like I'm making money, girl math. So that's been like a really big thing for me. Um, And yeah, if y'all need to be referred for the Chase Sapphire card, I got a link, baby. I don't know what to tell you. Um, and I want to say I had another one. Oh, no, that was it. Financially, that, that was all I had. And I feel yeah. like I did very good this year. You did. You did. Uh, my first one was having my laser debt cleared. That is um, between them and God. Uh, they stopped calling me. So and it's not on my credit. So I just that's just between them and God. I, I don't know. I it's since it's not on my credit, it's not my problem. It's kind of what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, I also have my rainy day fund of one month of rent and utilities in there. So that was good to have because moving across the country, ha, mm. I had to dip into that emergency fund and it helped. Cause if I didn't have that, I wouldn't have been able to move to Denver. Yeah. I, I just wouldn't have. Um, so yeah, have my rainy day fund and it helped cause that rainy day came when I moved and wow, boxes, moving boxes, country to uh, cost a lot. Cost a lot. Frick. Um, another one of my goals was if I'm staying in, North, stay, staying in North Carolina for another year, downgrading to a smaller unit to save money, I'm in Denver. Did, surprise. Um, not staying in North Carolina, so there's no need to have that. Um, create a concert fund. I went to the most concerts this year. Like it was, mm-hmm. I went to a festival and then I went to, I, I even, I did a solo trip even to go to, to, con- to concerts. Like I ate it up with concerts and um, I actually, my first concert, well, the, one of the most notable ones this year is me and Fee are going to go to see Nicki Minaj together. Very excited. Period. <laughs> I cannot wait to see that freaking lady. I know she just be yelling, yeah, on stage. I don't care. I don't care. Like, I'm just a barb at heart. I'm sorry. I'm not a barb, but I, because I saw no hands in real life, I feel like I have to see itty bitty picky in real life. That's all I care about. It's only about. right. It's only I'm right. Like- no, it is, it is very hard being a Megan fan and just seeing, seeing the beef between it. But realistically, I just have to be select. I gotta, I gotta keep them in separate universes in my head. With women, I'll forgive their wrongdoings. Like I'm listening to Ariana Grande and even though she, she's dating that oh. I, I, I know, I, I, I know she's with SpongeBob. I get it. 
but, but there's nothing that can make me unstand her unless she never do, do a, a heinous crime, which I know that's she she basically did. But or, I'm no, I, I, I love women, her. Right now. I can separate their crimes with men. I will be like, turn off Tory Lanez, turn off Chris Brown, turn off obviously R. Kelly. I don't forgive men. Oh, but here's the thing. They were literally like doing things that I can't for, like you are hitting women. I can't I can't forgive that. Yeah. I can't. Ari's doing Ari's just a home wrecker. People do that every day. <laughs> your, your your girlfriends do that. Your friends do that. Your, your people you know in real life do that. Do that. Yeah. Turn turn on that album, positions. Yeah. Bro. Sweetener. Are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah. Honeymoon Avenue. Feeling like, good. I, I just I, I don't know. I don't know if she's gonna talk about it in the album. I really don't know. She said something like, Oh, I'm I'm ignoring the whispers about my private life. Don't know what that means. Very cryptic, but <laughs> I will be. I will be streaming. Sweet, I'll be streaming. I'm ignoring the whispers about my private life. Girl's not private. What? That mama said I just had a newborn and he left. Have we seen that man? Also, I. I, I'm not trying to judge my sister, but I said we had Big Sean. It looks like an elf. What is he bringing to the table? I don't know. Is he chain hanging? Be slanging? I don't know. Don't know. Well, she already had Pete. I know. Yeah. You, you can't, hey. can you go any higher than Pete? Chain hanging, we slinging flies? I don't know. I had to walk inside to side. I couldn't tell you. Okay. Um, another one of mine was a, <laughs> V had a 650 credit score because that, like, I made some very stupid decisions and didn't think they were stupid at the time, but I was, I girl boss too close to the sun and my, and I think a lot of girlies have girl boss too close to the sun and it, it's ruined their credit one way or another or another. And my goal was 650. And I'm now at 666 and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling amazing. I was taking credit sesame. Refresh, refresh. Like, bro, I have been, I, because I I traveled so much, I'm just charging to the game, but I was so irritated that I didn't get any travel points. But I was like, you know what? This is what has to happen. The world's not ending. Nobody's dead. It's okay. Y'all make mistakes. At least you're not, at least you're not drinking, not drinking Coke. At least you're not doing Coke. Like we got to go to extremes over here. You know, it really could be worse. Also, like my credit score had dropped like, like, 30 points one day out the blue. I've been making good payments. I was like, what did I do wrong? I started watching the girlies. They said, if you like, it was the, it was the time where I was trying to build up my points. And if you spent $4,000 in like three months, you get, you get 60,000 bonus points. Right. So I was putting like my rent on there because I was trying to hurry up and get it. Mm -hmm. Found out that if you do more than 10 to 20% of your credit limit, that's not good. Mm -hmm. So that, that, yeah, putting my rent on there, it should, like, technically, if you have less than 10%, that's considered great. So once mm-hmm. I did that, I realized it, it messed me up. So I said, okay, good to know. So now I don't put that much on it. Or, like, my credit limit increased. So now I just make sure I divvy it up between both cards because I don't want to have too much on one card. It's once so I figured that out, listen, and it's really trial and error. Like, I wasn't watching no videos. I was really just free balling. Yeah. 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 So I've been really way more intentional about credit and stuff. When I'm, now my goal for this coming year is to get a travel credit card because we, I know I was talking about going to Italy, but honestly, Dammy has been very anxious about the whole racism of it all. And he's like, if, if something mm-hmm. happens, I'm a black man in Italy. There's nothing I can do. And now I'm, I'm, very true. I'm, I've never really experienced racism. And I feel like if I ever did, like I was born in the right generation because like maybe here and there, but nothing that like would really hurt my feelings like that. Like, Oh, you're just being dumb. You're stupid. Um, no, I've never really, like interacted with anybody super ignorant 
just because mm-hmm. of the color of my skin. And I feel like that would like damage me for like months at a time. So um, yeah, we're now going to Tokyo. Um, to Tokyo. I think that's a better trip anyway. Yeah, we, we're going to hit a lot. Oh, I'm so I we're going to go to Tokyo in June. So yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah. Um, but yes, moms, let's get into our 2023 overall goals. Um, what are your overall goals for 2023? Um, so for me, one of them was finding midweek activities. Um, I realized the reason why I needed to do this is because I'd be so stressed out with work and I wouldn't have like an escape. Um, and instead of doing that, I don't know, I've, I've, I've started Pilates. There's a few things that I feel like I've dibbled and dabbled in, but also I realized the podcast is my hobby. Like, yeah, this is a hobby slash part-time job low key. So I was like, I think that is really realistically what takes a lot of my free time. Um, and also I just kind of learned how to separate work and my life more and not make it so it's all one big thing in a, in a big bow. Like realistically, I can go home and turn my brain off and not have to worry mm-hmm. about work, which is mm-hmm. very hard, especially if you like really value your job and you're like, I need to be on it. Like you have high expectations for yourself. It's hard to yeah. go home and shut that off. Yeah. So I think I, I realized why I wrote that is because I needed that type of like distinction. But mm-hmm. now I'm at the point where I think I have that and it's pretty, it's healthier than what it was before. So yeah. Um, also go on an international solo trip. Um, solo trip is giving more domestic now. I'm not going to lie because going right. abroad by myself in a city or a country, I don't know the language because it, it really limits me. Like I would either have to go to Europe or a country that I feel like English is at least the second language to feel safe. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching videos of like black women that do solo travel internationally and how they do it. Um, I feel like I need to get more like actual international travel under my belt and go to a place I've already been before before I solo travel there. But yeah. right now, as of currently, like I am now going to Africa. So that's going to be my big trip. And hopefully then I can get more like international experience and actually like understand how to move internationally. Because I, I went to Italy last year. No, that was not last year now. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Okay. Well, I went to Italy when I graduated college. Yeah. And that was my first real international experience. But it was with a group. So it was a lot easier to like navigate and understand how to move out there. Um, but I just, I'm just so afraid of being kidnapped. Like that's dead ass oh. my, my biggest fear. I'm so paranoid yeah. about being kidnapped. It's bad. But trafficking is real, bro. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I'm just on my 10, my P's and Q's with those. So right now, as of now for 2024, it's just go on an international trip period, which I will be doing. And hopefully I can work up to an international solo trip. Yeah. Um, also one of mine was really develop like social network in New York. And I feel like I really did that this year. I think this was the year of me, like stepping outside my comfort zone and meeting new people and being like, if they, which is very hard as people, as a people pleaser, if they don't like me or if we don't mesh, that's okay. Mm -hmm. That is so hard to get over. Cause if I meet somebody and I'm like, Oh, like we get along great. Why are we not friends? You know? Literally. And it's like, I've also realized that not everyone is your friend. It's okay to have acquaintances. It's okay. We could be cool. We could be, we could be like hella chill when we talk in person. We can have a lot in common, but we are not friends and that's okay. You are my acquaintance. I see you every blue moon. And when I see you, it's cool. It's no Mm -hmm. bad energy. It's nothing. But we're just not crossing that bridge into friendship yet. And that's okay. That's okay. And I can hang out with you from time to time. And that does not affect the relationship. And if we do cross over into friendship, that's even better. But I'm Mm -hmm. not expecting that. Yeah. And I feel like that was like a really good growth point for me this year because it's like I I grew my social network and I realized that when you do that, I don't even have the capacity to have a huge group of friends that I can pour into. Bro, I don't. don't. Nor don't. Time. 
it's it's a lot of time and effort and realistically i don't want to be a shitty friend if i if i don't have time to talk to the people that are already in my life because life mm -hmm. is hectic and we all have busy schedules why would i add why, why would i increase that amount like it don't, yeah. it don't make no sense i'm no. cool with the small group that i have that are close to me everyone mm -hmm. else are people in my network people that i'm cool with people that are you know like friends from afar that i'm okay with and it's it's more of a chill relationship or acquaintances yeah and that's totally fine with me so that's mm -hmm. honestly what i'm working on because i feel like i feel more fulfilled when i have like a close group of friends that actually knows my life and that i'm able to be honest and open with versus people that i'm like giving myself to all these different aspects and other people in my life and i'm not even getting that back or mm -hmm. i'm giving it to them and i feel like they don't really care or they don't have my best interest at heart huge facts huge facts so, um, yeah, that's, that was a really, really big one for me this year, but I feel like I really worked on that and starting mm -hmm. out moving here and not knowing anyone to now having like this community I've built in a year is like really, really a big point for me. Kudos for real. Um, read 20 books in a year. Don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> Don't know why I wrote that. We'll try again next year. Realistically, it's like life really is hard life and is. I'm going to try to dedicate time to that. But I will say Verity did kind of help break my like reading my dry street you know like i realize and i i'm i try to be a non-fiction girl but i just simply can't do it i need a plot baby i need exciting characters i can get attached to i can't just sit there and read about like a, a memoir or like something boring not saying memoirs are boring but some of them are you know the ones i'm talking we, we have to yeah. read them in class i just i can't do it i need an exciting plot so yeah i'll work on that and then digitally upskill at work um that's something I've been working on a lot. I think my professional development, which I mean, we've talked about in the corporate episode, like has grown so much. Like I have become so much more of just a confident worker. Like even if I don't know the answer, I know I can figure it out. Yeah. And it's like, most times I don't know what I'm doing because I'm still early entry, but like I have the confidence to ask the question and like oh, absolutely. network and build and have relationships. And I remember at our company party, we had our like our L'Oreal company party not too long ago. Um, I was going around and saying hi to people and I realized like every single Turner, we, we, we like the Turners, or what am I trying to say? Every corner single corner we turned, I knew somebody mm. and I was able to say hi. And I like was able to wave at them. Even if I've only met them distantly, like I was like a little social butterfly in that party. And wow. my friend, um, my coworker and friend, Adam, he was like, Danasia, you literally know everybody. Like, that's good. Like you've only been here a year and like almost a half, like keep doing that. And I was like, Weird. Yeah, like I do know yeah. a lot of people and that's good yeah. because now I'm able to like tap their shoulder. They can help me out. I can scratch their back. And it's like, I realize it really is what you know and who you know, because if you, you have who you know, but you don't know nothing, they're not going to refer you or help you out with nothing. But now yeah. building that social aspect has really helped me get over my like social anxiety in the workplace. Cause I'm like, how much do I talk about? How much do I share? What do I huh. say? How do I do yeah. small talk? And I just start treating people like we already know each other. Hey. How you doing? Good? Yeah. Okay. How the kids? Okay. There's no doubt. Yeah. So I would say like a lot of my growth this year was socially. Like I really mm -hmm. learned how to step outside my comfort zone. But I honestly, I was forced to also. This is also the year of me living alone completely, of me yeah. like being in a city by myself completely. So I was, I feel like it was definitely a forced change, but it was a good one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, For me, it was, one of mine was going on a solo trip, went to Philly. I don't like to, I don't like to double, double down on restaurants. I don't like to double down on states, but Philly has some of the best food. I was like, I wish Dammy could be here so that he could eat my leftovers. And I just, <laughs> I just eat any and eat like it. We, I went to reading terminal market. Oh my gosh. 
Y'all, if y'all ever go to Philly, you gotta go. Literally some of the best food I've ever had in my entire life. And y'all know I love to eat. Um, so went on a solo trip to Philly, went to more concerts. So I, I really want to write down all the concerts I've gone to because I, that concert fund got used. It was always depleted. Yeah. I was always going to concerts. Um, finished my one book series. I initially had Mysterious Benedict Society, which was one of my book series from middle school that I wanted to finish. But I never finished it because the second book got lost. It ended up being in my sister's trunk that I found a year later. So I wound up finishing that sometime this year because I have all the paperback books. I'm an audiobook girly, but those I want to, because of like seventh grade person, like the girly, my inner child needs a paperback. Um, mm. And now, and my one book series I did finish was um, Black Girls Must Die Exhausted. And oh mm. my gosh, I feel like it's a Black girl pre rec Like, especially a Black girl adult pre rec Read those books. Oh my gosh, you're going to feel like, oh my gosh. She's going through the same things I'm going through. And there aren't many books, obviously, because I haven't read a lot of Black authors that felt like they knew my experience. Right mm. now, I'm reading Seven Days in June. One of the girlies recommended in the book club meeting. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it, it, gets, it gets really intense, but it is so good. Like, it's I love a good, crazy love story. And it's fun. And it's raw. And it's it's fun. So Seven Days in June is a recommendation. Um, plan for our 24 girls trip. Uh, so this was actually never going to happen um it it if you if you if you listen to the engagement um episode you'll understand but um i don't know when our next girl trip is going to be realistically it's going to be my get my bachelorette that's kind of what it's going to be yeah yep that that's what it is so 2025 january 2025 we got that 5k you know don't know why I put, like, just how um, Danaja put the books. I don't know why I put that there. I think all the TikTok girlies were saying, oh, I'm going to run a 5K, da, da, da. No, I'm not. No. I ran cross country for a year. That was cool. I don't think we need to go back. I mm. don't think that is something I need to do. I, no. Um, crocheting and pole dancing. So the plan is to get a pole for the house. Um, but I just didn't do it yet. And crocheting, the plan is to get some crocheting materials. Just haven't done it. So maybe Listen. we can try next year. No, for Listen. real. I've been seeing the girlies make their own bikinis like out of crochets. And I said, now that I can get behind. That's almost, I saw a skirt. The one of, one of the girls on Instagram I follow was wearing a skirt and it's so cute. And I'm like, I want to make a skirt. That's so Oh, fun. yeah. That, the that's, a, that's a very calming activity too. I, I could really oh. get into that. Audiobook and crocheting? Not yeah. Yeah. Um, and then be known in the global planning space. I, I mean, it's really hard to miss me. You know, I'm the only black one in there, but I will say my social butterfly and my whole networking, try to network with like one person a week. I stopped mid mid year, but even, even, even though I stopped, everybody knows me every, like it feels so good. It feels so good because all of my hard work is panning out. And like you said, if you don't know, if you don't know, the, if you don't know the people, you, the questions aren't going to get answered. You and you're not going to be top of mind. Like if they're thinking about, oh, we need somebody to do this. They don't even know your name. Like thank you, you, thank you. just having the name in the head is, is enough. Thank you. And I, I would implore everybody to, to do a skip level with their director or whoever is one step over their manager, because mm -hmm. my director had my name in her mouth. Talking about some is faith ready for something more. I said, why is my name in her mouth? Mind you, I've been, I, I used to pray for times like this vibes. You see what I'm saying? Nightmares. So I'm just like, Frick, I get like, I'm not ready, but I know if you give it to me, I'm gonna make some shake. You see what right. I'm saying? And my manager is always stretching me to grow, like real stretching. I'm like, slam. He's like, I want to see you grow. 
as much as humanly possible while you're under me. And having a manager like that, not a lot of people you, you can go you, you, You're going to grow. You're going to be uncomfortable. And honestly, I don't like to be comfortable because that means that it'll get to a point where I don't even want to go to work because I'm like, I there's no need for me to work eight hours. Right. Yeah, guys. So it has been a really good year. I feel like we grew a lot. We did a lot. And I wouldn't say it's a bad year at all. Like not, challenges, yes. Is. But like, honestly, a pretty solid year. And I think 2024 is going to be very good for us. I yeah. Like I know I say I it every year and I said it in 2020. I'm not counting that year, but all, no. <laughs> all the no. other years were great. <laughs> yeah. I honestly felt like 2023 was my best year. It was the first year I actually stuck to my New Year's resolutions. Mm. Facts. I made a bingo no, card no. and I was hitting them. No, for real. Like no. I'm looking back at all the things I had on my vision board. And like, I remember last, the, the year before that I put, I did a, instead of vision board, I just did a letter and I wrote everything I wanted to do in my letter and every single thing came true. Period. Like to the T. And I was like, I don't know if this is some sort, like a form of manifesting or whatever I did, but I'm writing that letter again this year. Oh yeah. Actually, I might, I might, I might go a lot. I don't got much to do today. So I might do that letter today yeah. before we hit the new year. For we got real. time on our hands. You got you on that PTO. Do it. Hopefully, some I know. Oh, oh yeah, no. exactly. Some people that laptop might be open, but if it isn't, you know, go ahead and get your letter together. Facts. Yeah, but, but I mean, this has been a great season. I mean, we already yeah. hit seventy episodes. Like our hundredth episode, we're now closer to than we were before. So I'm very we proud of us. We did a lot. Yeah, we did a lot, and we have so much. I I hope you guys have guessed already, but if you guys haven't, you guys will see come next year yeah 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 so okay. i mean realistically i hope you guys keep on messaging us keep on and being in touch we're gonna have a long off season just warning you now um and we're not gonna be back until february so mm -hmm. full transparency but of course we are all always here like we instagram free suggestion bots whatever you want to do feel free to keep on submitting questions also because we're going to do a bonus episode answering all of your questions and dilemmas so we can just have a full yeah. episode for that um so mm -hmm. that should hold y'all over until february um, keep on reading that book, Seven Husbands. And yeah, we'll see you guys in 2024. We'll see you next year. Bye. Bye.